It is officially NBA draft season. It's the day of the NBA draft, and I've got for you a complete two-round mock draft, all 60 picks and some undrafted free agent targets in our hypothetical mock draft. It's myself. It's Richard Stamen. It is Locked on Thunder. Make sure you check out our live NBA draft show that's in studio on YouTube. Go check out the YouTube page for Locked on NBA YouTube channel. Subscribe and be ready for tonight at 6 p.m. Central for our live coverage of the NBA Draft in-studio production. Make sure you're over there ASAP. Now, without further ado, here comes our two-round NBA mock draft, the final mock draft of the year. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, moving into what we came here for, the final mock draft, and this will be now a two-parter for the, for the fans at home, the, the final mock draft before we head into NBA draft night. We have the Detroit Pistons on the clock, and I'm going to go ahead and select Cade Cunningham for them because, duh, I don't think that they're going to trade this pick. I think that they're going to keep it. Uh, this has all been posturing, or as Troy Weaver calls it, bunk, and they take Cade Cunningham. You are now on the clock with the Houston Rockets. Yeah, not even going to take long on this. It's Jalen Green. He was on the on Toman Fertitta's uh, plane today, I think is what it was. So I, I'm pretty confident in like every all signs have been in Houston. Now, here we go with the Cavs. Likelihood that this pick gets traded. What, what's the percentage for you? I'd say 55. Interesting. So I'm, I'm going to say that it's right around that ballpark number, 50-55. So it's kind of just a coin flip chance of getting traded. I think that ultimately, though, no matter who gets this slot, it's going to be Evan Mobley, correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's no way it's anyone else. Very, very little chance it sucks. So Toronto at pick four, you're on the clock now. What's the percentage to you that they move out of the top four? And what's the percentage to you that they go anywhere but sucks? Um, 45 that they move out, like 10% that it's anybody but sucks. And if it is, it's Scotty Barnes, but I would say sucks. So we'll take Suggs there at four. At five, the Magic on the clock here. Now they have a lot of different options. They have, of course, Kaminga. They have Scotty Barnes. They have Book Knight. Now you are our resident Ma- uh, Magic fan. At five, who you got here? Like, what, what would be your input here as a, as a fan? Would it be Barnes? I'm, I'm leaning towards Scotty Barnes. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, I, I think it's Scotty Barnes. Like, I'm trying to pull up. Uh, I, I'll save this for eight. I'll save this for eight. I think it's going to be Scotty Barnes. And yeah, let's just go with that. Well, the Thunder on the clock at six, I have them taking Book Knight because I think that if Barnes is not there, it's clearly going to be Book Knight, unless, of course, they trade for Sexton and take Kaminga. But Book Knight is the pick here at six. At seven, the Warriors. It seems like Davion Mitchell's kind of falling out of favor here. Where are they going to go? You know, I, I, I actually think they're going to go Moses Moody. I like that pick. I think that Moses Moody is a good blend of, like, upside but NBA ready right this minute. Yeah, especially as a freshman. All right, pick eight with the Magic. You had some tidbits and info for this. What do you got here? Yeah, so I saw this on the Orlando Magic subreddit. So take it with a grain of salt. It's not actually, don't take it with a grain of salt because it's actually a trend that is worth pointing out. 
So they said every year since this new front office took over in 2017, they've taken the best available player on Kevin Pelton's statistical board, which he posted yesterday. And his number one player, I've, I've said this before, that it's, he's a dark horse pick at number eight, Alperen Shengun. He is, their number, he is the number one statistical projection for this draft. I don't think that by any means he should be on anyone's number, bo- number one board. Um, but he is someone that I think replaces Vucevic very quickly. He is that style of a player where he's a post-oriented player, he can pass, but isn't that great at defense, and he's a really good rebounder. So if the Magic were content trading Nikola Vucevic and trying to get a younger, cheaper version with probably even just as much upside as an all-star, this is their guy. I would say that's actually my surprise pick where I never in a million years thought I'd say it, but the trends are there. It, it makes sense. That is surprising for sure. I mean, the Thunder love him. The Thunder love him, and they would trade up for him, I think. And him, for him to go off the board at eight, that'd be that'd be a blow to the Thunder's uh, you know, kind of plan of trading up for him. But he's a good player, and I think that this is a good pick. So the Kings now at nine. Percentage that they trade out for you, I think that it's about 60%. I think they actually keep it. If Kaminga's there, I think they keep it. And you think they're going to go Kaminga? Yeah. Let's take Kaminga off like the board they need here. To start upside. I, I would like to see Kaminga fall to Memphis because I think that Memphis would do a much better job actually, of developing him. I'm having second thoughts. I think it's him or Franz. I'll let you decide on this. Let's give him Kaminga because I think that it'd be kind of weird to see him fall out of the top nine and go to ten. I do think that Franz would be a good pick for Memphis, but but do you have any other qualms with that at pick 10? No, no. I think that's going to be the 9-10 duo. It's just who gets picked first. Would they consider Giddy at all here with Memphis? I think they will, but I, I just – how do you have him and John Morant as your as a key part of your core? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. If, unless Jaw really becomes a good shooter, but, like, even then he has to get the volume down too. Like, for him, it's – he has so many steps in progressing his jump shot that it seems like a, such a weird fit. I'd be in for Memphis, who was very analytical and everything. It just seems like an odd fit. And then you have the Hornets on the clock at 11. Now, would you go giddy here or would you no. go elsewhere on this board of like Keon Johnson, Davion Mitchell, Corey Kispert's high impact player? Would you go Yuzman Grubo? Would you go Sharif? Like where, where are you going to go here with the Hornets? I think that the Hornets are kind of a team that doesn't have a, guaranteed pick they can they can go a lot of different ways here yeah i think they almost have to go big man and there's what three op- or well two options because shingun is gone i think you start with isaiah jackson as the high upside guy that they could go with um the other one would be it's i think it's uzman garuba maybe kai jones i think it's any one of those i have uzman garuba highest of the three and then kai and then isaiah jackson yeah i have kai and then garuba and then jackson but um, and that's kind of a crom there. I think that Gruba just makes a ton of sense and that they're going to take him at 11. So let's, let's go ahead and give them uh, to Charlotte. Now the horn, uh, now, excuse me, now the Spurs are on the clock at 12. Giddy just screams Spurs to me. Do you, do you have any uh, debates with that? I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I, I mean, who else is it going to be that, that really makes a whole lot more sense, right? Like it's maybe Duarte. It's one of those two. Yeah, and I just think that Giddy fits better than Duarte does with what yeah. they're trying to do moving forward. Now, which rookie will Rick Carlisle ruin at pick 13? Who will he not play? Keon Johnson screams like the kind of developmental project that that, that Rick will select and then never do anything with. See, I actually think it's going to be Duarte because he's perfect for Rick Carlisle. The shooter, he's he doesn't make mistakes. He, he's like, 
he's not the same player, but the same way, I don't know if you remember this, was Jose Calderon in 2014. 20, I think it was 2013-14. Yeah, he was the perfect Rick Carlisle player. He didn't turn the ball over. He shot the three ball at like 45%. He had great assist numbers, and he like he facilitated the offense. Now, Duarte brings almost all of that, except he also plays defense. It's, it's a dream. I think that's a lock for Chris Duarte. Now with the horn, with the uh, I don't want to keep calling everybody the Hornets with the Warriors on the clock at fourteen. Do they now select Davion Mitchell or do they still pass him by? Because I'm personally not sold on Davion Mitchell, but I know a lot of people are. Uh, I think they go Mitchell here, but where do you think that they go? Remind me who we gave him at seven. Uh, at pick seven, we get the Moses Moody. Okay, I think it's I. I ah, man, this is tough. I think it's one of three guys: Trey Murphy, Jalen Johnson, or Davion Mitchell. And honestly, I have no idea. I, th- I think I might go Murphy because I've heard lottery rumors, but if they want the upside, Jalen Johnson, if they want the guard who can play perfectly next to Clay and Steph, it's Davion. So I don't know what their approach is, but that's how I would look at it. You really can't go wrong. So I'll let you have the executive decision. Let's shock the world and go Trey Murphy the third. Why not? Let's, let's, let's try to go for a perfect mock here and just, you got to take chances in a perfect mock. So yeah. now it puts the Wizards in a perplexing spot because First of all, I don't know what they're going to do with Russell Westbrook or Bradley Beal, it seems like. But now they have Davion Mitchell. I don't love that with Washington. I don't love them trusting them to develop Keon Johnson. Do they just take the swing of Jalen Johnson, or do they go with kind of the sure thing in a position of need with Corey Kispert? No, I don't think it'll be Kispert. I actually think Jalen Johnson's the pick regardless of Beal. I think that's that swing for the fence they have to take. I'll give them Jalen Johnson. Now, the Thunder have been impressed with Keon Johnson. Uh, he said that himself. I, of course, said that to you in our uh, in our little group chat that we have uh, on Saturday before Keon said that himself. Uh, but I think they don't go there at 16. I think that Kai Jones makes a ton of sense here for the Thunder. I think that they should take Kai Jones. You think they should take Jones? I think that for me, it's, it's either Kai Jones. They love Isaiah Jackson, Keon Johnson. I think that I'd go Kai Jones. Is that where you would go? And I certainly want to go to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car would ever need. It's incredible what you can do at rockauto.com. My favorite part is how easy their website is to navigate. Just put your make, your model, your year into their database, and they're only going to show you car parts that are compatible with your vehicle. That way, you're not wasting time, effort, or money on parts you can't use, parts you do not need. It's that simple, that easy, that fun rockauto.com. Listen, most auto parts stores are going to try to kind of dig at you, right, for being a do-it-yourselfer and upcharge you. There is no upcharge at rockauto.com. Skip the upcharge. Go to rockauto.com. Also, why waste your time at a dealership or waste your time at a brick-and-mortar store down the road? Because you're going to go in there, you're going to look around, search all the shelves because you don't want to admit you need help. You're not going to find what you need. Then you're going to ask somebody for help. Then they're going to look around, not find what you need. Then they're going to go in the back, and they're going to waste even more time back there texting and doing what they do. Then they're going to come to the front and say, oh, well, we don't have it, but I'll order it for you. They're going to type on their computer for five minutes, wasting even more time. And then they'll finally order you a part that you may or may not need from the right manufacturer or not, and it'll upcharge you and cost the most money uh, so that way they can make a profit. Skip all that nonsense by going right to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com 
man, I want to say, I, I think this is Kai Jones. That's a hard one. That is a very difficult pick. Now, the newly selecting at 17 Pelicans, they still have Kispert on the board here, which I think that they love Corey Kispert. Is that where they go? Yeah, I, I think that's a lot. Would that would that change the evaluation of that trade at all? If the if the Hornets get Corey Kispert in this kind of deal, and, and they traded down from ten, sure, but they still got their target in Corey Kispert. Would that change how you view this trade? Uh, not really. I mean, I think getting Corey Kispert to dump Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe wasn't the best thing, but I think they've kind of wanted Kispert at ten the whole time. So like, then you get off some bad contracts to take the guy you wanted. I like it. I like it. Now at 18, I think that the Thunder probably go either again, Keon Johnson or Isaiah Jackson, since we just gave him Kai Jones, I think we have to give him Keon Johnson. Yeah. I, I think you go one of the Tennessee guys. I'd probably say Keon. And for the sake of Sean Coleman, host of Locked On Grizzlies, not yelling at me anymore. I would say take Keon. Now the Thunder are impressed with him and he said that himself publicly. So it's not breaking any news here. Um, Does that change though? If there's a, deal in place for Colin Sexton to you? No, not really. I don't think they play nearly some more roles to really worry about it. Now with the Knicks to me that this pick and you're going to be on the clock for 19, it just screams Shreve Cooper. Like where are you going to go with the Knicks here at 19? Yeah, no, it's, it's Shreve Cooper for me. Now 20 with the Hawks. I don't really know what the Hawks are going to want or like need or who they're planning on shipping out. Like the Hawks are a tough read for me in terms of what they want. So I'm going to put you back on the clock at 20, make this difficult choice here. Would it be Davion Mitchell? Man, Davion at this point is too good a value. I was going to say, I've always said Jaden Springer falling there is a dream come true for them. But I think at this point, Davion makes too much sense now for a team next to Trey Young that just made the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they go Davion. Now, New York's back on the clock here. Do you like Isaiah Jackson or do you like Jared Butler? Like, where do you like here? Because I'm... I'm leaning towards Isaiah Jackson taking the kind of flyer on him. Man, I don't know what to do with this. I think they have to take a Kentucky guy. I'm going to go Isaiah Jackson. The Knicks and Sam Presti love taking those Kentucky players. Now, does Jared Butler just scream Lakers? And this is your pick at 22, so you're on the clock here. But to me, Jared Butler just screams Lakers. Uh, You know, I don't know what to do with the Lakers. I'm going to be 100% honest. That Lakers team is probably one of the hardest teams to mock the whole way. I'm going to shock the world. I'm going to say Zaire Williams, and I'm going to go full conspiracy with this. One, they need the upside. I think if they believe in a shot, they'll take him. But the bigger conspiracy is hey, they want to play with – LeBron wants to play with Bronny. Say it is with the Lakers. Get his former high school teammate who LeBron is familiar with, I'd imagine, and Zaire Williams at Sierra Canyon. Okay, let's draft, Let's do it. Let's put on the tinfoil hat, and let's get some little conspiracy theories going because now we have the Houston Rockets. Now, these are the players still on the board, and there's one very surprising one to me. Jared Butler, Trey Mann, Josh Primo, Cam Thomas, Jaden Springer, JT Thor, Quentin Grimes, Bones Highland, Deeran Sharp, Miles McBride, Josh Christopher. Then it kind of gets, obviously, easier. But Cam Thomas slipping all the way to 23. I know that they took Jalen Green, but do you pass that value up and go with Butler? Do you go with Springer? Like, where do you go here if you're – the Rockets, knowing that they just took, they just took, of course, Jalen Green, and they already have uh, KPJ. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're in any position to start saying, "Hey, we already have this," because they, they really just don't. 
have enough building blocks or really any building blocks on that team yet. Jalen Green would be their best and then Kevin Porter Jr. So I don't think Cam Thomas is ever going to be that like pure starter. I think you could still get Cam Thomas. I think they take best of player available and I think it is Cam Thomas here for them. I don't have him for the record. I don't have him as my best available. And then they're back on the clock at 24. This is now your pick. They, they, they have Butler available. They have Springer available. They have Thor available. Where are they going to go here? Yeah, I think they take one of the high upside absolute swings for the fences. JT Thor, Josh Christopher. Um, you could argue Jaden Springer, but I don't know if they want to take a third guard. So probably not him. Um, and then also Usman, or did we pick Garuba to 11? I think we did. Garuba went to okay. Right, right. Just making sure. Yeah, so I think... I don't, I, I think it's going to be Thor, Christopher, or Primo. I think those are one of, it's any one of those three. I like the fit of Josh Christopher here. Let's give him Christopher at 25 now. I like Springer with the Clippers. Do you like that pick? Yes, I love it. I absolutely love it. I do think Jared Butler helps them more now. And they might be looking at just now. I also do think they trade it. So I'm going to choose for the pick here, the slot, not for the team. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go Jaden Springer as much as I want to go Trey Mann. Now, how do you feel about the Nuggets at 26? Because do you feel like that's going to be another pick for the slot, not for the team? But, or do you think that they're going to take a value play in Trey Mann or uh, Jared Butler? No, I, I think they take one of the best available guards um, in the class. I mean, you take any of uh, Trey Mann, you take Miles McBride, you take um, Jared Butler. Like you have – and Josh Primo is there. Or Josh Primo, we didn't choose him yet, right? He's to there, yeah, I mean, you have they're not trading out of that situation. That's a dream. I actually think it would be Jared Butler, though, in this situation. That's the exact player that I gave them while you were talking is Jared Butler because he's a good, again, mix of he can play now for this playoff caliber team and give you valuable regular season minutes, but also there's still some hope that he develops into even more than what he'll come into the league as. Now, with the Nets at 27, there's a chance that they trade out, obviously. If they keep this pick, though, I love the idea of just taking JT Thor and seeing what happens because if he fails – who cares? You can find another minimum contract at the, at the buyout market time and, and get your center position filled there. And if he's awesome, you find another Nick Claxton. Like I think that JT Thor makes a ton of sense here, but where would you go? Yeah. I, I think they actually, I mean, yeah. JT Thor feels like they're, they have to go defense oriented some one way or another. It's him or Miles McBride for me. And, and then we got the Sixers on the clock at 20 at 28 I like Bones Highland in Philadelphia. I don't know if that is kind of a great fit uh, in general. I just, like him. I just like him offensively for Philadelphia. I think that Philadelphia also needs to balance taking someone who fits their roster and can be a trade chip. Yep. Who is that player for you? Is it Bones Highland? I don't think it's Bones Highland. I'm personally just not that high on him because of how skinny he is and everything. And I don't think he plays much defense in the playmaking, isn't it? So I would actually go Josh Primo here. I like it. I like to play Josh Caprimo. Sell me on Primo. I mean, he didn't get to do much in big spurts. He had like three games where he was. Um, I think that he is going to be that combo guard who can play, make, can create for himself and shoot. Defense isn't horrible. He's got quick feet, but he really needs to develop that frame and just get consistent. It's a matter of putting it all together for him. So whenever you're looking at this draft board here for the Suns, 29th overall pick, I, I'm looking at Trey Mann, Quentin Grimes, Bones Highland as my kind of three, and then plus Miles McBride. I like the idea of taking Trey Mann here and letting him learn under Chris Paul and kind of tr truly bring him along as a developmental point guard. Do you go Mann here or, or Highland or somebody else am I not thinking of? 
I, I mean, I think you go Trey Mann. He's he's my number eleven player on my board. He is too good to pass up here, no matter no matter the fit. Uh, you're on the clock here at thirty with the Jazz, and you're not in love with my idea of just drafting Quentin Grimes as another shooter for this team after they're thinking about trading away some of their rotational pieces. So, what is the perfect fit here for Utah? Yeah, I I think they will trade it away. I know we've heard our own David Locke. Um, I, I think he's he's mentioned how you know in the ultimate mock draft he was very happy to do so. I think I, I think if they keep it though, you go Miles McBride. You don't know the future of Mike Conley. Is you get another guard who can come in day one and be good. He has decent upside. He's good offensively, great defensively. Just fits really well next to Donovan Mitchell. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sport action, including the MLB, the NBA, the NHL, UFC, MMA action, future NFL bets, college football, college basketball, everything you can bet on. Olympics, you can bet on at betonline.ag. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information that you can handle. No longer should you sit on the sidelines since your chance right now to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs and teams prep for the start of the season in other sports as well. Head over to the website or even use your mobile device and sign up today receiving a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportbook experts. Promo code locked on will get you that 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. Promo code locked on, betonline.ag, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can bet on Team USA. You can bet on the Olympics basketball. You can even bet on tonight's NBA draft by betting where over under will guys be selected, such as Shingun's over under is 12 and a half. Will he get selected before or after the 12th pick or right on the money at pick 12? Find out tonight with our live NBA draft show and also find out at betonline.ag. Placing bets there, locked on. We'll get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So one more time with that pick. Oh, Miles McBride. McBride. Okay, I, I like I liked it a lot. Now we're moving through the uh, second round here in a little bit. We got the Bucks now on the clock at thirty first. Yeah, I say it's hot. I think they can afford just to swing for the fences. I say it, Todd. I do not like that pick. Not because it's not a good pick, but because no, I, I want him I, for the Thunder. I knew you wanted that. <laughs> he shouldn't have lasted the first third, to the second round, anyways. Yeah, he's not lasted the first pick of the, of the uh, second round. I I cannot believe that you stole him from me. But the the New York Knicks are on the clock here um, at thirty two. Where do they go with Grimes available, Bones available, Sharp available, Ao available? I mean, I think they might actually go BJ Boston. It just depends on what they do with Isaiah Jackson because they will take a Kentucky player, one of those two. So I think it's going to be either him or dare I say Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I He's think that Jeremiah Robinson makes a ton of sense for Tibbs and for this uh, Knicks yeah. organization. Yeah, I, I like JRE. JRE, cool nickname. By the way. <clears throat> um, Magic, 30, uh, third overall. You're the Magic fan. It's the second round. I need your help here. Where are we going? So JT Thor is gone, right? Yes. That's terrible news. Um, I think, man this is this is wide open i want i'm really mad i took his taught this early i should have done it one pick in front of you um <laughs> i remind me who we've taken at five and eight again scotty barnes and alperin shingun yeah so they've taken singoon and, and barnes this is the hardest thing i've ever done 
Um, you know what? Give me Ayo Desunmu. I don't like it, but I think it would happen. I like I like the thought process there. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bones Highland is there. Give me Bones. Okay, Bones. I'm not sure. Sorry, how to... I, I blanked on that. Yeah, yeah, no, Bones. Easy. Okay, Bones Highland. I've been trying to sell you on Bones Highland for like five picks, and now, now you're back on Islands. Okay, Thunder on the Clock 34. Uh, you've taken away my precious king, Isaiah Todd. That really makes me upset. I... I mean, Let me ask, what are, what are you looking for in this pick? Because I have a few ideas. I'm looking for upside. I'm looking for fun. I'm looking for just stuff. Like, I'm just looking for a player who can contribute at some capacity. And, and remind me what, what the picks have been. Book Knight. Picks have been six. Book Knight, Kai Jones, Keon Johnson. I don't think there's any position you don't double down on. Maybe big man. But even then, I'm, uh, man, I would actually, this might be a really good spot for BJ Boston. As early as it is. No, I'd I say like him BJ Boston. What? I like I like that pick. I like that pick of BJ yeah. Boston. Yeah, take him then. That's what I would recommend. And then Corey Kispert is taken by the Pelicans. They're now back on the clock in the second round, 35th overall. Ah, man. You know what? Um uh, AO just me this time. Oh, I thought I could double dip and get AO. <laughs> I thought I'd get him no, with, I'm with making the him next work. pick. <laughs> That's tough because they've, they've brought him in for two different workouts at Thunderhap. So I thought I could double dip here and get him at 36. Now, ah, this is a tough spot. I think I mean, there's an easy pick. I, I think that there's Kessler Edwards. There's, there's of course, Station Nick. So I love, uh, I love all the Ignite guys. Uh, what is your easy pick here for you? Because I'm, I'm debating a couple names. So Kessler was my second choice, but I would say Joe Wieskamp, shooter. A shooter in Joe Wieskamp? Next to SGA, it's a perfect fit. What's what's the age on this on this young fella? Uh, you know, let me look that up. I think I know he's a, a sophomore, I believe. Oh God, now you're really making me look silly if I'm wrong. No, he's a junior, so he's oh, probably 21. Yeah. I mean, you have me draft a guy in Social Security. Come on now. <laughs> Pistons are back. They they only hey, take so far. As I mean, him. yeah, for him, it's like. Do you trust that his three-point percentage went from 42 to 35? 42, and mind you, his 42% year, his freshman year, was when the line was different. The set, Last year was the first year with a three-point line being pushed back. He shot 35% and then jumped up to 46, while the free-throw percentage dipped 20 points. So it's a risk. I think his shooting is a little bit overrated, but he is the closest in terms – and I'm not just saying this because he's white – he is a very similar in the way he comes off of screens and can shoot so quick to Duncan Robinson. Okay, Duncan Robinson, good comp there. Are you going to tell you he's a sneaky athlete next or a gym guy or anything? Like oh, that? man, is he a gym? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just all the little things. <laughs> he doesn't, though. He doesn't do all the little things. Now, let's see what the Pistons at 37. They only have Cade, so they can kind of go anywhere, and they have a team that's, as Trevor said, that won 20 games last year, so they can't afford to be picky with, with what position they want to take here. Where, where's the value here? I mean, is, is there value in Quentin Grimes to Detroit? I don't really see that. Where's the I value mean, for, for he, Detroit? It's hard because I think, I think he probably will be gone. I think this is actually a perfect landing spot for him. I think this is where someone's got to take him top 40. I think this is almost picking for the slot more than picking for the team because Detroit has all their picks. So you're, you're going to pick for the slot here. Yeah. I say this. Yeah. Honestly, the whole second round for the most part, outside of like a few teams, 
outside. I think once it hits like 35, I'm starting to go for the slot first, just best player available. Even though actually I don't even have him as draftable. I'm just going to throw that little tidbit out there. So with the Bulls at 38, I like just taking the flyer on Charles Bassey here for them. See, I want to give them a point guard, but at this point it's like, what point guard are we giving them? Because Ayo Desumu's gone. I mean, I have DJ Stewart available. He could go there. Maybe Joel Yai. Like they need a point guard. Sure. Or Dacia Nix. Nick, I like Nick's a lot. Just try it with Blake Donovan. We'll go earlier than, than in my big board ranking. Yeah, let, let's go with Nick's here. Kings, do they take Sharp or Bassey just in case they, you know, yes. just because they're going to trade bad? Uh, bad I, think they, I think Dayron Sharp goes by now. Yeah. Sharp, okay. Now you're back on the clock with Memphis at 40. <sighs> and they took, um, who did they selected it? selected uh, Wagner so far. Okay. You know, I'm going to uh, – there's someone who I've, I've heard uh, a lot of good things about. He's been training in Dallas. Yuhan Bezer, I think it's Bezerine, Begerine, uh from France. I think he's going to go at 40. You think that who Bezerine's going to go at, at 40? Yep. Trying to uh, find him on this little simulator that I'm using, and he's not appearing up anywhere. Anyway, what you say? If you're trying to search for a name, it's J-U-H. Try that. I'm trying to find him just positionally with, with the mock draft simulator. It's bad that they don't have him because he is a lock to get drafted unless right. he like picks his way out. Right. Well, the Spurs are on the clock at 41 here. And again, I think that Bassey just has to go at some point for the slot, right? Yeah, no, I would go ahead and say that's fine. Now you're it back on the clock with that. Detroit. They've taken Grimes and Cunningham technically, but you're right with the slot here at, at past 40. It's going to kind of get a wild ride. Yeah, I'd say Nemius Keda, back-to-back bigs. Back-to-back bigs, and, and who's that big? Oh, sorry, Nemius Keda from Utah State. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I, I believe that uh, he has a very interesting story, a backstory with his uh, with his fun fact in the um, NBA draft media guy that they handed out to all of us. Uh, but the Pelicans, 43. The Pelicans, 43. Man, the Pelicans can go a lot of different ways with this. Do it's you like Jason spot. Preston? I am very out on him. I don't see his game translating. I'm, I'd say pick Kessler Edwards. He's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still there. Let's go Kessler Edwards. That is a that is a, a player that I'm not sure lasts to 43. Do you think that he goes? Don't you think he goes a little bit higher than this in in the real draft? Probably. He could go 30. He also could go like 50. Interesting. Well, what is that polarizing factor with him? Uh, the jump shot is the most blockable jump shot in the draft. Like he begs for teams for defenders to just say, hey, can you block my shot? <laughs> he puts it very out in front of him. Okay, that, that's good to know on that front. Now, the Nets. Austin Reeves oh, this- is still here. I don't love Austin Reeves' game at all. I think that he's an undraftable player. I, you know, it's interesting for me. Uh, Austin Reeves is someone who I like. I've seen him dominate Texas Christian um, too many times. For my own liking, like he ruined senior day last year for Desmond Bain. But he is a really good shot creator. I just don't know how he translates. I think Brooklyn, though, is going to either do one of two things. You're picking for the slot or you give them international because there's no way they're keeping – they're trying to get all these day one guys. Granted, they should, but they won't. So I would say I would say you go with – I mean, you could put friends here. I think he might want to come over, though. Yeah, um, I think – would, would Rokas want to come over? 
No, he's he just signed a deal with FC Barcelona. So would that be a good pick for the next? Yeah, I would say Rokas. And then we have the Celtics at 45. <laughs> I don't want to do this because it's not Austin Reeves screams Celtics to me. I actually think they're gonna go big. I, I think they're gonna take one more big and Jericho Sims is the guy I would pick. Jericho Sims now he kills the big man market. That, that's true. Now you're not gonna take uh Mark Vidal, who's like this weird 6'5", 250 big. That's like, I'm not sure what you do with him in the NBA, uh, but you're not going to take him. You're going to take Jericho Sims. I like the pick there. We're at 46 with Toronto. What's the what's the player Toronto takes here at 46 that just all of a sudden becomes an NBA star, and we're just like, how in the world <laughs> did they find value? Is it Aaron Wiggins? Is it Aaron Henry? Is it Greg Brown? Um, You know, let's go Herb Jones. Herb Jones. He also worked out for the Thunder, and I – and I'm pleasantly surprised we're still making herbs nowadays in this society. I like it. I like <laughs> yeah, it it's, a, it's a rare name. Uh, and then back, they have back-to-back they have picks. Back-to-back so picks, yeah. Let's, man, you want to give them friends? No, because I want friends for the 55. Fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say I'm not sure if this could like be how the draft worked. Like, I know I want friends myself. Yeah, yeah we'll I give say them give them friends. friends. Friends make sense, though, for them, I think. Yeah. Now the Hawks at 48, we're still going 48 deep. I, I did not even, I'm just sitting here having a good old time with you. And like, I'm like, wow, I'm really wasting your time here making you go 48 deep. <laughs> hey, I love it. I need to build my own anyways in a minute. So it's all good. It's helping me prepare. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with David Johnson from, or wait, no, 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 wait, wait. We gave him a guard already, right? Uh, let me undo the pick then. Uh, we gave them, David Mitchell. David, yeah. no, never mind. Um, you know, okay. That changes a lot. Uh, Sam Hauser, shooter. Sam Hauser, I like it. Okay. Now, we have the Nets back on the clock. They've taken Thor and Rokas. Would they take... Oh, this is for the slot. They yeah, still the have slot. another pick after this. I mean, I could see Aaron Henry being here. I'd be pretty shocked if he lost 50. Yeah, okay. unless he, yeah, unless he's one of the guys that like didn't want to get drafted. Uh, yeah, Aaron Henry yeah. screams off the board here. 50 now. We're with the 76ers. Let's just fly through this. 76ers, 50. They've taken Isaiah pre- Livers. That's it. Even though he's hurt, his stock is low. I mean, they take him. Which one? Oh, Isaiah Livers. Okay. I like that. What's the injury for him? Uh, foot injury. I think it's plagued him since the NCAA tournament. Pelicans, 51. They've taken Kessler Edwards, AO, and Kispert so far. David Johnson. I like that. Pistons at 52. They've taken Grimes, Quinta, and Cunningham. Swing for the fences, Greg Brown. Greg Brown. I like Greg Brown as a prospect. I think that he can be a fun little project to have. Yeah, I'm all out on him. <laughs> You're all out on Greg Brown? I need a fun project? I need a G League project? Yeah, he, he is a disaster. He's so far away. I think he's like three years away from even touching a rotation at best. Um, or not even rotation, just like being like, hey, come in and play like Josh Green this year where he played like, he was like the 12th man. Like he's very far away. He's three years away from being three years away. Okay. Pelicans. (laughs) Being three years away. Um, (laughs) Let's just take value. Sandro Mamukelashvili. He's- No, why are you taking all the players I want at 55? (laughs) Hey, I got to help out our guy. (laughs) I I do not like this. You've taken Vrins away from me and Sandro, now I no longer want to play this game. So we're done now. (laughs) We're hanging it up now. Well, so there's only one pick away. Let's just get one more, and then we'll get to the Thunder pick, and then we'll be done. 
All right, hopefully this isn't someone else you want. I'd say DJ Stewart is one of the higher guys I've left. Us, man. Is he someone you wanted? It's like it's like you're like hacking. And this is the one from Duke, not from Mississippi State, right? Just over three. Yeah. It's like you're hacking into my big board and you're like, oh, what, what can I do to... All right, that means that at 55, I'm taking EJ on you. Why not? Let's have yeah, some... that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, if the Thunder walk away with that draft class, I'd be pretty excited about it. Buck Knight, <laughs> Kai Jones, Keon Johnson, BJ Boston, Joy Wiskamp, and EJ on you. I'd be pretty excited about that. Yeah, that'd be a good draft. It'd be a good haul. And Onu is perfect for Oklahoma City as a project. Well, that's our mock draft special, our spectacular mock draft at 56. Do you have any fiery opinions on who the Hornets take? Do you have any opinions left on where Austin Reeves goes? Because uh, they have back-to-back picks, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. I'd say they go Matthew Hurt and Aaron Wiggins. I like Wiggins a lot. I, I yeah. do like that. So 58 now with the Knicks. Let's just finish it real quick. 58 now yeah, with the Knicks. Might as well. Um, let's go – am I allowed to say his name? Uh, David Duke. <laughs> I tweeted out, he had a fun fact in his media guide. Like, I think it was like a Thunder fan, so I tweeted it out. And like, people were just like, like they had never seen his name before. Like, I, they didn't know who he was, I guess. And they were like, so confused by tweeting that I tweeted that out. But yeah, that, that is, uh, that's a good pick, I think. I think that it's a fun pick for the Summer League. I'm not sure. I'm not sure like what he'll actually do in the NBA necessarily, but it's pretty fun yeah. for the Summer League. Uh, Nets back on the clock again. We've already said they're not going to draft anymore, but who are they going to pick at 59? Well, I realize I have too many of my top 60 players available. Luca Garza, I'd be very shocked if the NCAA player of the year gets undrafted. But he's not very good. Okay, we'll take Luca Garza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I, like I like him a decent amount. I, I don't know how he, like, translates to the NBA, but we'll see. We'll see. I think that I think that people are either all out on him or, like, all in on him, so... Yeah. All right, Luca Garza <laughs> is gone. And then Pacers at 60... Now, now, this will leave a few guys who I like undrafted, but it's Pacers at 60. Where are you going to go? I'm going to say Philip Petrusev. There's no way after what he did at Gonzaga winning West Coast Conference Player of the Year, plus being very good over in a professional league in Europe while developing his skills, I'd be very shocked if he goes undrafted. I'm going to I'm gonna bring it home with him. It pained me to leave some guys on the board, but it's him. But who, who would be that best, like who would be that sought after undrafted free agent whenever, of course, these deals start trickling out? right as the draft ends, who would kind of be the, the guys you're looking to scoop up for your summer league team? Yeah. My top three um, that we left. And I do think one of them is a lock to get drafted. And that's Scotty Lewis. He's my second. My number one is Moses Wright, And my number three is AJ Lawson from uh, South Carolina. Okay. I like that a lot. Now this is look on see thunder podcast. So there are a lot of sooner fans listening. Where, where do you rank uh, Austin Reeves at as an NBA player? Yeah, I actually have him at 68, and it's that's more about the volume of this class. It's just, again, can he get his shot off in the NBA? Like, it, it really worked well against college. I don't know how his game translates, but he is a very fun player, and he will do well in the G League at the worst. I like it. Richard, thank you for joining us again. What Any other final predictions for the draft night, for, for in general, any spicy takes you want on the record, and also tell them where they can find all your great work. Yeah, no, I think uh, 16 and 18 do not get picked by the Thunder, or at least one of them is not picked by the Thunder. I would say that's probably going to be packaged to move up. I'd be very surprised if Oklahoma City even makes four picks on draft night. So, but you can find me. I, I put up my last show for before the draft at Locked On NBA Draft. It's the rapid fire did 30 prospects uh, really quickly. I think it was like a 40 minute episode. It wasn't too long and it was pretty quick. 
but you can also find me at Mavs Draft. I will be live live tweeting the draft. Just FYI, I will be going with Woj's picks, not ESPN presentations pick. So just be aware of that. But you can find me on Mavs Draft, and that's uh, where everything stems from. You can find him on Mavs Draft. You can find all of us on the Locked On NBA live show covering the NBA draft tonight. When you're hearing this now, because it's going to be a two-part, I think, that we're going to have this out here on Thursday. Uh, tonight, you can go check out the Locked On NBA YouTube channel and go hear from myself, Richard, Chad Ford, Raphael Barlow, John Corrales, and all of our great hosts covering the NBA draft live and in studio, our first studio production starting July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern, of course, 6 p.m. Central Time. For Richard Stamen, I'm Ryland Styles. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow on the Locks On Thunder podcast.